Geek Tank Radio, News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Welcome, everyone. We are the Geek Patrol, and our microphones don't have a stun setting. Today's episode of Geek Tank Radio is brought to you by the Gotham City Scuba Gear Wholesale Warehouse. Uh, <laughs> we I'm said pounding we, that into the ground. We right, said but, we'd give you a week before we spoiled everything. <laughs> if your timing is right, boy, you're going to be uh, cashing uh, in with this with this stuff. So uh, anyway, you know, Joe, <laughs> you bringing that up just makes me want to talk about the Batman for another hour. But we can't do that. Yeah, we've really, as much uh, as I would love to do that, we can't do that. Anyway, uh, welcome to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max behind the glass. And, uh, all right, Brandon, I will say this. I've watched Batman twice now. Right. I've watched the Batman. Mm-hmm. It's even better the second time. Yeah, because... I, 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 have you seen it twice yet? Yes. There are things There are things that you, ex, you know, that you were expecting now, so you can actually catch the other things that are behind that. And right. I, I feel like I still didn't catch everything. No, I can't wait to get this thing on a Blu-ray, freeze frame certain <laughs> segments, like, and read, you know, all like, of the things on It's there. been so long since I've actually <clears throat> bought physical media. I usually buy the digital media, mm-hmm. and you don't really have the chapter jumps. Right. But I'm going like, to be watching chapters uh, on this in, in a loop, so I'm like going, all right, what, what, what just happened here? Right. And I'm so excited. I, there was a gorilla in the background? When did that happen? No, there's Wait, probably what? a ton of yeah. Easter eggs I wouldn't eggs be a bit stuff. surprised if there's a gorilla in there somewhere. And, yeah. and uh, so so I can't wait. Well, we yeah. only got about, what, six weeks, and then it's out on uh, yeah, something, Blu-ray, something which is You're great. not going to wait long. Uh, no. what, I, what I do love is the fact that, you know, the people who are excited about this keep bringing in more things like... You know, they pointed out that the kid that we see in the in that gang that's attacking the guy on the subway, right? The kid with half of his face done that didn't same, look like he wanted to be there. Right, at all. is the yeah. same kid who plays Tim Drake in the HBO Max Titans series. Oh uh, gosh, I don't want to see I, Robin in this. It, now you're just deflated no, 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 my, no, no. Okay. It, you're not going to. But it's okay, just, it's cool to see these nods mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like you know. Yeah, I'm just excited. Okay. Uh, I'm also excited about the fact that they did greenlight the Penguin series on HBO Max, mm-hmm. which we will be getting next year. And as long as Matt Reeves involved, he he seems to have a good vision and it, it just well, don't yes. get carried away. Don't, you know, don't don't we don't need 8 million spin-offs, but a few a few things to keep uh, the, you're, you're to getting, keep the universe going. You're getting fine. at least two. Okay. But the Penguin has more to do with the rise of Oswald Cobblepot pre the movie. Yeah. And the other one was originally supposed to be a GCPD-based thing, mm-hmm. but now it looks like it's going to be more Arkham-based. Yeah. Yeah, they're, so... They're, they're, so they're, they're calling it kind of a horror show. Okay. Well, I will give Batman villains mad props for having depth. Oh, oh. He's got a great they, rogues it, it's gallery. It's not a guy walking down the street, got hit by a radioactive toilet seat, so now he's the plunger man. <laughs> the, no, no. If you get I, hit by a toilet seat, you become a reaper. Haven't yeah, you ever well, seen I, Dead yeah. Like Me? I, 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 I was, I was trying to go one notch above uh, that. Yeah, right. But the, you know, why I, I love the depth of character. Right. And I also like the fact that DC has never shied away from giving a villain a good motivation. That's true. That's true. Well, that's what. Yeah. And, I mean, and exactly. I, I know I'm going to catch black for this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's something about DC villains where you can give them a sympathetic backstory and not change them. Correct. It seems like every time you have a Marvel villain who is an awesome villain, as soon as they give them a sympathetic backstory, some writer comes along and wants to turn. 
Now, correct. They oh, like done, Magneto, right? Right, Magneto. Yeah. Uh, you know, Morbius. Morbius wasn't a hero in the beginning. No, Venom no. wasn't a hero. No. Now they tried to turn him into the lethal projector and all that stuff. It's you ruin your you know, your heroes by turning their rogues into better heroes than they were. Huh, mm. The Punisher was a was a villain. Yes, he was. I mean, he's still pretty rotten anyway. But yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, but, you know, yeah. you have your 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 true villain. Yeah. And you have your anti-hero. Right. The Punisher falls well, more in the anti-hero category, but I will look at going Morbius yeah. was truly born to be a Spider-Man antagonist. Yeah. Well, I mean, so was the Punisher. He was there to kill Spider-Man. That's uh, true. And Craven the Hunter and yeah. several other characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess the Batman, I'm mostly what I'm watching now is I want it to make a lot of money because I think it's it, I, it should be rewarded it because it, it, it is outstanding. And I just don't want to lose... The tone or the, you know, I don't know how many sequels are in the pipeline, Brandon, but uh, I would think at well, least another one. And we, <laughs> have they worked things out? Because I heard there was some drama between Matt Reeves and uh, Robert Pattinson as far as the way they, they wanted to work together. But have they worked that they out? They seem to be fine at this point. I hope so. There, there was there were some issues going in, but Robert Pattinson has basically said that he'll play Batman for as long as they'll have him. Oh, that's what he, I want to hear. I, I like always, I always love when you have an actor who goes... Dude, I get to be this character. Sign me up for however long. Yeah, yeah. I will be this the, character until you drag me out yeah, of the suit. The saddest Good. part of this is that I will never get to see Robert Pattinson's Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman together. Which, based on their personal history, oh. I want to see. Oh, that, that is interesting. Awesome. Couple of Brits, man. All right. Well, anyway, hats off. You know, we we really could turn this into the Batman show, but we can't. You know, no, Our, we got duty, too much other stuff. Duty calls. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about Marvel, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, and then actually, Alan has got a science store invading spiders. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the hate flow through you. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Isn't that what your grade school tutors taught you, Alan? That's That explains a lot, man. Hey, we let the hate flow through us uh, at a different iteration of the show, and it didn't work out for us very well. <laughs> I guess not. Anyway. That's why we came back to Geek Tank. <laughs> Good point. Anyway, welcome back to uh, Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max behind the glass, uh, always bringing us these great rejoiners, bound to spark controversy mm. and conversation. Uh, All according to my plan. Exactly. So uh, we've 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 talked about Batman, which you know we honestly Brandon yeah. and I could have our own podcast I, about Batman, but we we really need to move along. I, I know I we hate need to, to move it. along, but I do want to throw out one question to you and Alan, and Max can even jump in on this one. Okay. If you were, if you got to choose, which villain would you like to see him go up? Would you like to see him go up against next? Well, I mean, you know, we're going to get the Joker, right? I mean, oh no, 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 no. Matt Reeves has already said that just because you saw him in Arkham does not mean he's going to be using him as a villain in one of the movies. Oh, okay. I, uh, you know, I, I want a good Two Face. I feel like we didn't get the Two Face we deserved in, um, in the Christopher Nolan, and then they killed him right off. I, yeah. I Two Face can be very complex, and and uh, Matt Reeves likes to lean into the psychological. So a guy with a split personality might might be very interesting. So that and would be my vote. Did you say Scarface? I've I've always loved Scarface, but I feel like in live action we're never. I mean, I know they did it in the Gotham show, right, Brandon? Yeah, but it know, just seems like that doesn't work in live the thing, action. The I thing, would I would really like to see Scarface done well, but like 
in terms of like psychological, I would really love to see Scarecrow again because like uh, I like the I like the potential psychological damage a character like him could do, deal to Batman. Like in the Long Halloween, when he had that segment where he mistake Catwoman for walking through the alleys all damaged and afraid. I love that sort of side oh, of Batman. You've always liked the Scarecrow. Yeah. I've noticed. I, I have. I have to agree with Max on that. I think Scarecrow would be great, especially in this. Uh, this you know version of Gotham City. Because less less techie, this more is the, pharmaceutical, you know, more psychological. This is the one thing I'm going to say as a a complete <clears throat> criticism of the Christopher Nolan movies. I think they didn't do any of the villains justice. Not even the Joker. No. Yeah, because he you, wasn't the Joker. He right, was, he was, he was an, anarchy. He was, he was anarchy in clown makeup. And now that you mentioned, yeah, because Scarecrow did a great job in Batman you know, Begins, but yeah, and really, it, they didn't dive into. I think I think Cillian Murphy did. Um, actually, yeah. everybody they cast in those movies did an amazing job with the character they had. I just don't think the writing showed those villains for who they could have been. And I think Matt Reeves could do an amazing job with Scarecrow. I I, I got to agree with you. Yeah. All the yeah. shadows and everything that that yeah. are in that movie and the look of Gotham. So all the yeah. Chodas Cutis go going on. Yeah. It's go going on. Yeah. It's fabulous. Of I'm gonna go with a little weirder one. You're gonna go Hugo Strange on me, aren't you? Wow. You know I, I like him. He's right. good too. Yeah. I just figured I, you'd do it because they could cast you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or I could pick a a bad '60s villain that I could also play. You're gonna play Egghead, huh? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm honestly. I'm forty nine fifty one between those two, and I'll tell you why. Egghead. Yes, Turn but his let mic me. Off, Max. I, no, 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 no. Come let on. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because just like I find your your Batman up until this movie to be clownish and overblown. Okay. Which he has been. He admitted his superpowers being rich. I'm. I'm happy. All right, but this time you actually got a film noir Batman. You actually got one that had to do, oh, I don't know, acting, solve some problems, kick a little fanny, and da -da I, we got a balanced Batman, a mortal Batman this yes. time. Okay, I'm very happy about that. All right, so let's take a characters like Strange or Egghead, which could give him an intellectual run. I would like to see the treatment. Egghead. I just cannot take a. I can take Hugo Strange. I, he's a great villain. How I, is Egghead? I, I but Egghead was a was... misused character for a cheesy TV show. But picture a character like Egghead intellectually <laughs> taking on the Batman. You're you're Every being time you all say excited. The word, get, yeah. Now you're being all excited about a guy running around in leather undies. I mean. <laughs> Look what the animated series was able to do with corny 1960s Mr. Freeze. Okay, Imagine that's, that's great. Been with Egghead. Egg, the name alone no one believes is a, in All right, but that could be the diversive nickname Batman gives him or whatever you want. I'm looking yeah. at the intellectual aspect of a character that would take on the world's greatest detective. Sherlock <laughs> had a Moriarty. Batman so far intellectually... Uh, the Riddler held I, up pretty I, I, well. I was going until yeah. this movie. Yeah, would show me the great intellect of Batman up until this final movie. I don't know. I, I I could go with you on Hugo Strange because he's just weird anyway. And he, he is, and he he's smart, but he's he's but nuts too. So what yeah. could a good director and a good actor do with Vincent Price's crazy character? Yeah, see, you know, no, Brandon, I can I'm never just, take Alan too serious. I always think he's got, well, I mean, 
I, I, is this passive aggressive? No, 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 Alan? no. This Egghead. Is, this is literally. I, I, I don't think you how, really believe this. This but. is literally how writers work. They get inspired by what could be corny and goofy <laughs> ideas, and they can see the potential inside these characters if you put them in a serious situation. You I, never have situation. I, you never have to call him Egghead anywhere in the movie. Now <laughs> you guys got me curious about how can you do a Mad Hatter well? Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh, I, I hate him too. So. I, but, but that's the uh, point, Joe. That's the they're point. They're just goofy villains. Right, well, let's, but yeah. but they, let's think outside of the box. We've already overdone all yeah. the grade A and ones. So you don't want to just rehash all the same. Here's old. The really, thing, please, here's the thing please, about Mad Hatter. Another though. freaking Joker. Okay. Here's the thing about <laughs> Mad Hatter. We're seeing. We're already seeing in practice and also in various other shows people using AI technology in order to control people's minds. Mm, and that was some, that, that was something point. Mad Hatter was doing, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Yes. Uh that is a good point. Yeah. So See, th this is the point. Let's go let's find some of these B and C level yeah. characters that were throwaway characters like oh, I don't know, Harley Quinn. Yeah. And uh let's suddenly let's apply a little talent, care if you wish. And give let's let's take and make it a challenge. Okay, I will say this for for you. You know, you could have the best characters in the world, but if they're badly written, you've wasted yeah. them. You could have Egghead, and if you write them well, he could or Mad Hatter be compelling. I guess it's all in the way you write it. it uh, you you know, don't want it, him to be a rotten egg. Uh oh, okay, Dude. enough. So, so, but, uh, so well, somehow we wind up still talking well, about and Batman. And all I, day, I still but, haven't even but told I'm you what in mine for was. This conversation. Oh, what was yours? Okay, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of siding with the uh, I'm kind of siding with the internet these days on this one. Uh -oh. I would love for this destruction of Gotham that we got in this movie mm -hmm. to reveal the Court of Owls. Oh, because mm -hmm. they got flooded out, and then you can use Talon as the physical. You know, uh, you know, foil to Batman. Mm -hmm. hmm. While they are, you know, I mean, we already hit on the corruption of corruption of Gotham, right? Who do you, th you know, we want? And if you want to expand on the Riddler Joker friendship, who do you think the Joker is going to end up protecting? Uh, you know, the Riddler from. Who do you think's coming after him after they've he's managed to take out the the people that they've had their hands on? Who have been their active, uh, you know, uh, politicians and crime lords? The Court mm. of Owls had their hands in all of that. It seems like that would be a one for a movie three, right? Because that's going to be epic and have to encompass all of Gotham City, right? So well, yeah. Well, I mean, it, well, so did sinking half of Gotham. Yeah, yeah. but that's, that's why you, that's that's why you introduced Talon mm. in in the this one, Talon, and maybe maybe Firefly. Yeah, there's a, an interesting you know, addition to the lineup. Yeah, huh. okay. Well, I just you think about a lot of these characters that they writers in the past m did not take full. That's a good point. So, and, and you know, speaking of characters that writers don't take advantage of, I mean, you know, just to switch gears, we've got someone who the writers have always kind of dropped the ball with coming out, getting his own movie here from Sony here in a mm -hmm. couple months. Oh, okay. Or, it's not even a couple months. It's no, like it's less like than a month weeks, at this dude. point. Oh my god! Did we tease that? I guess we were, we're going to get well, to it. We'll eight, talk about it. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you said you said we were going to talk Marvel. Let's talk Marvel. Let's I, talk I Marvel. always just think of Disney Marvel these days, but so Morbius. I, I mean, well, uh, Brandon, are you excited? Because uh, as a Morbius fan, I am curious. 
I'm more curious. I could take it or leave it. If it's not, yeah. I don't, I'm not emotionally invested. I was which not. Is probably good. I was not yeah. excited about Venom, and then I went and saw Venom and loved it. Mm-hmm. It was good. And movie. of course, people tell me I'm crazy for loving Venom, but I not only love Venom, but I loved Venom too. Yeah. So I really want to see more of what Sony's going to do with these other characters, especially when you have Michael Keaton showing up as the Vulture, mm-hmm. who we saw Keaton showing up as the Vulture, mm-hmm. who we saw in Homecoming. Yeah, I wondered about that because uh, so is Morbius an anti-hero or is he? Because I, I honestly yeah. only read a little bit of him yeah. when I was a kid. So but, he uh, he was a, he was a villain by necessity until such time as he became an anti-hero. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, Jared Leto's good. It, it, it's you know when he's not playing the well, Joker. Well, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna say that that is uh, that's subjective. It really depends on what the role is. It depends what they give him. So okay, I blame the writers. All right. Well, that's what I think. I I'm think we're gonna um, we're gonna steer into more discussion about Marvel, and of course, we we, we can't overlook Obi uh, Obi Wan Kenobi Mm-mm. at least weighing in on the trailer. Yeah. And of course, and Alan, we gotta somehow get to your Spider invasion. We will. We got a lot to do. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar, Memphis. We'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. I realized at that time I was born of two fathers, Elias and Mega Weapon. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. <laughs> all right, Max, all that right, is right. as deep a cut as you're ever going to get, but okay. that was good. I'm going to have to say that with these rejoiners, you're going to have to start muting Joe's <laughs> mic. Because just my watch, headphones just exploded with your giggling. Just watch MST3K, and yeah. that was a girl. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Elias and Mega Weapon. That yeah. is a deep cut. There you go. Anyway, welcome back to yeah. uh, Geek Tank Radio, I, everybody. I, I hate derailing you again, Joe, but have you watched the season premiere of MST3K yet? No, I, I'm going to get the Gizmoplex. And, uh, I, well, <laughs> hang on. I'll tell you about it in a second. <laughs> I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilberth and our buddy Max behind the glass doing his duty uh, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We we have news about that that's coming out. I don't want to tease it too much, Brandon, but, you know, our buddy Joel Hodgson, uh, oh, yes. right. uh, the creator of Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000, they launched their uh, 3000, they launched the Gizmoplex, and uh, we may be talking to Joel in the near future. Sounds so let's like Let's not a plan, give it away. Sir. As a matter of fact, if you ever want to go... I think you just go, gave it away. Well, if you ever want to go listen to any of our past shows, our very first episode of Geek Tank Radio... Uh, here at News Talk 98.9, the Roar of Memphis, we had our we had Joel Hodgson on along with Wayne White. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: we had a few audio issues. The, uh, the it, it's good. The, I mean, the the interview is awesome. It's just the connection was a little bit uh, dicey. So, well, but it sounds great. So, if you want to, you know, hear about Joel Hodgson, I mean, I mean, we not everybody has a great you know phone uh, service, and sometimes things go out. It, it was still a <laughs> yeah fascinating conversation. It was bonus because it was like a forty five minute discussion, so yeah. you get a big discussion. But uh, uh, Brandon, not to derail because right. it once again the show's halfway over, and all we've done is talk about Batman and a little bit about Morbius. And but it's not uh, Bat Tank Radio. Yeah, it is I, too, Max. Yeah, but uh, what we were <laughs> I'm talking making about making the new logos. We were talking about Morbius, which um, was you know I, I mean somehow like I said, we're glossing over. Like I said, I'm a fan of the character, so I'm I'm really interested in what they pull off. I'm none of the trailers have really gotten me going. Ooh, oh my god! Yeah, but That's I mean, the remember thing, the trailers. Look but remember, okay, but. the Batman trailers weren't doing that for me either until the one where they showed the funeral scene, mm. and then you see every you see actual acting mm-hmm. going on, and I was like, all right, I'm 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 all in, and I'm glad I was. Once but again, Brandon's staring thing, back to Batman. Here's the thing about Morbius <laughs> is that, uh, and I've mentioned before, and I, I mentioned earlier today. There's a problem where Marvel takes what could have been amazing villains 
gives them a sympathetic backstory, and then you've got a writer who comes along a couple years later and decides, well, we're going to go ahead and turn those into them into a hero or an anti-hero or a dark hero instead of being a full-on villain. And it's like when you it, – it's something that we've heard about the Marvel films enough times. It's like Thanos, but this villain that's fought in the movie itself, that, that guy was kind of boring. You know, he might as well have been made, uh, you know, out of Play-Doh and just put in front of there for the Hulk to hit. I, I just, I, I don't you think they're going to make him kind of heroic? Because, I mean, it well, is. Well, no, no, they will. Yeah. And But that's the thing is, Morbius is one of those characters that was well on his way to being an amazing Spider-Man antagonist. And he played the role well enough. And mm. then they realized he would fit in better with the supernatural heroes of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And he started off as, I thought they said he was a one-off character. They threw him in there again back yeah. in the comics, and then eventually got so popular, like yeah. you said. I so. mean, there's there's so many characters, though, nowadays that, you know, really it's like people are like going, this is my favorite character. And it's like, do you know that Harley Quinn was only supposed to be in one episode of the animated series? Yeah. But mm -hmm. they fell in love with Arlene Sorkin. Right. So they kept her there to do the voice. Yep. Yeah. And they expanded. And Paul Dini's original designs for her were actually looked more like Donna Reed than they did more like Donna Reed than they did like you know, a basic Harlequin. Right. Well, we've got that same stuff right now, though, with Morbius, is that Morbius actually kind of looks like Morbius is supposed to. It looks this cool, thing. yeah. You know, they took pretty boy Jared Leto, and they, they give him the bat nose and the, and, and the crinkled face, which even in the comics, they kind of steered away from that. Like, in the mid-'90s, they tried to make him, you know, his... his make he him was prettier. He, so was, they pr could... he was pretty. He, he had the long, flowing hair. And the very, you know, stark white yeah. skin. He, he was not but he pretty didn't to have, start with. No, not even remotely. He looked like a Mexican yeah. small tail bat. I mean, he had he the whole you know, face and the... Nose. Yeah, he did Seriously, look like a bat. Yeah. If yeah. You go, if you go the, and and look, the, the ragged teeth, he didn't have fangs. No, I mean, no. he's got a mouth. He's got a mouth full yeah. of choppers. Now, I did, I did like the fact that he doesn't look all, you know, Van Helsing. Right. He, he doesn't look all pretty. Yeah. And they've got an actor... That can yeah. play not pretty. If you give, if you give, if you give Jared Leto the right I, material, I mean, you give him material, he's going right to take direction. it. As, he's going to take it as far as he you needs need the him right to take direction, it. though. But he, he has he to be reined in. He yeah. was not reined. I'm going to get in trouble with the Snyder boys and the Air boys, but he did not have what he needed to make Suicide Squad's Joker even remotely interesting. Yeah, that was hard yeah. to watch. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. It, it, it was. Yeah. I, I, I equate, as much as I love the the gangster criminal aspect of the Joker, that's one of my favorite things about him in the comics, nobody has hit him right in any of those things. But Jared Leto, he get, he, he does what he does. If you go and watch anything he's in, you can tell where he's got a strong director. And I think here in Morbius, he does. Okay. I think he has a very strong director, and I can't wait to see what they do with him. I'm not going to get my hopes up too far because, again, well, it's Sony. It's, I was about to say, i got to watch Sony out. hasn't shown me who the villain is. Right. And I have, I, have, I, 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 I have hung my hat on that hill, so to speak. Yeah, not showing me the villain, I got a problem. Right. Two, uh, the, the bunch of suits behind this are not renowned for producing the best possible quality yeah true. you know so i those are my my two concerns yeah sony's not um you know they don't have a stellar track record and, it, and i mean they've they've done some great great work they but have occasionally nailed something pretty good but 
they, they've given us some movies that have, you know, they, they still hold up. You'll flip on them and you'll stay on them when you see them on broadcast TV. But Right. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of looking at this, you know, this is not, I'm just really hoping this is not one where we, Brandon and I sit down and watch this and go, Oh, can they give this to Fig yet? <laughs> <laughs> which happens, right, which does. Right, right. All right. Yeah. Well, hey. Um, so we were we're very guardedly, cautiously yeah. op optimistic. But, but I mean, I am, it is nice to see a B level character. Well, it, it's get it's some a, attention. It's it's a very telling situation where a character that I actually, as a Midnight Suns fan, I love Morbius. Right. Yeah, I love Morbius and Ghost Rider and all the the Dark Hold oh, yeah. stuff and all that stuff. But then you look at this movie, and I'm less excited for this movie than I am for the Craven movie that's coming. Mm. And they keep adding more to the Craven movie, and I'm just sitting there going, yes. And that's another Spider-Man villain mm -hmm. who never really became a hero. He stayed, no. the, he stayed an antagonist through his entire run. I, it, yeah. I'm, I can't wait to see, you know, it's like because we already know that they're, they're bringing in the foreigner to be a foil for him and i'm yeah. like going that's a deep cut yeah i mean it's yeah i mean it's yeah. and, and a his goofy 70s outfit yeah. is kind of distracting but uh <laughs> well hey guys we we still got a lot to get to let's at least tease what you're going to discuss when you come back alan so we what's this invasion of spiders well uh, you know we got to talk about a little critter wars little over science here. we have uh yeah, yeah we hey you know I feel it. I, I feel it incumbent upon me to let you know what is going to invade this spring. Okay, here in the mid south, you know, uh, our listeners up north going to get East it. Coast here okay. within a couple of weeks, isn't it? like just a few weeks away. Okay, they could be joining us. All right, what are they? Spiders. Spiders. All right, lots of spiders. Lots. Joe, giant spiders. Big, big spiders. spiders. And uh, big spiders with parachutes. No doubt, deadly. Uh, no, but, uh, well, you know, they, they probably love it here. And if they like to, uh, if they like lots of humidity and lots mm, of heat, well, they do almost they do. jungle conditions and, and they're going to get max all excited because they're like Japanese. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it's like kudzu, I hope you know, that, that, did well, not in a way, out in to, a way. Uh, it's very invasive and can cause you lots of trouble. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, so uh, it, it, that's what we do here at Deep Tank Radio. We, we give you we give you the uh, science fiction, the superheroes, but we, also real well, science. You know, we, we invade you and are no, very... I want to talk... I, let's see. Two things I want to talk about. I want to talk about Turning Red, and I want to talk about Obi-Wan. Okay. So mm -hmm. I, I got a couple of... A couple of good. We media need another hour, Joe. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be a little. Uh, We're going to cram them in as fast back. as we can. So, okay. Um. And yeah, the Obi Wan trailer uh, had some great writing in it. They had some. They had a, one of my favorite quotes that I that I've heard in this uh, turning red. Did we even? Okay. We got a lot to do. Let's, we do. We let's do. be more efficient with our time when we. So we're going to talk about Batman when we get back. <laughs> You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. People of Earth, I am Lur, conqueror of your planet. Cue screams. <laughs> you will now remove your skulls and play dodgeball with them for my amusement. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Can't say I haven't seen that, Alan. That's... Uh, <laughs> You know, anyway, it doesn't it's sound disturbing. To me, yeah, so. he's in charge. So, anyway, welcome back to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max behind the glass. And uh, well, once again, uh, Batman dominated the show mm -hmm. against uh, you know 
We didn't mean to, but uh, we've got a lot to get to you guys. So, Alan, can you? Uh, well, let's ma- do uh, maybe we, an abbreviated thing with I, your spider invasion. Yeah, well, well, let's let's give. Uh, well, we did a little quick shout out for Morbius and Sony. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's uh, say hello to our friends over at Pixar. They've got another movie out rolling right now. Uh, Turning Red. If you haven't seen this one. Um, um, it's the story of Alan if he had grown up as a little girl. <laughs> I kid you not. Thanks for that image. So, okay, that's <laughs> reason enough. For me the problem is, is now this. now Joe's watching, imagining you running through the fields in a you know a sundress. It's a giant red panda. Uh, <laughs> really cute film. Pixar once again uh, is really good at topical. Really yes. good at casting. Uh, my favorite, you know, the, every our perpetual favorite, James Hong. If James Hong's in the That's movie, why you, you mentioned like this. It, James you know? Hong is Alan's, yeah, yeah exactly. Gotta like James. He's been around forever. He's in everything. Okay. Cool. So, uh, I'll give yeah. it a listen, listen, look. Uh, I'll give it a watch because they we, did make cars. They made a lot of yeah. great stories in Pixar and uh, Inside Out, which is awesome. Well, yeah. but, uh, I, that but, is the reason I'm picking on Joe on this one because this one is going to be right down that track with a little, um, you know, little anamorphing. It, it's oh, it's adding okay. a little more happy frivolity. We watch it and then weigh in because we don't want to eat up too much time on speculation. All right, so that's everybody's homework at home, too. If you you got Disney Plus, it's on there. Check it out, and then we're going to spoil it Mm -hmm. heartily next week. Absolutely. While we we have our buddies uh, Danny Chamberlain and uh, Eric Groffer, I believe, are supposed to be back next week, too. Okay, yeah, real quick, just a PSA. We are going to be, as far as the plan goes now, you guys, we're going to be... Uh, at Mid South Con, which is uh, March twenty fifth through twenty seventh, we'll be there on the twenty sixth, broadcasting mm-hmm. live, doing Geek yeah. Tank Radio live. So we hope you'll see us there, and uh, you know, d- join us on the air because it's going to be a live show. So it's going to be uh, a blast. Join us at the convention. Absolutely. Okay. So all right. Uh, so but, now, Joe, I get to tell you, giant spiders are expected to drop from the sky all across the East Coast this spring. Okay. So hell what is- science. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's no. Been waiting. Hey, so what do you mean drop from the sky? Is that their is that their mo? They just like to float down from. Well, I right, guess it dropped down from trees. All right, right. Well, it showed up in Georgia they, they a few float? years ago, and it is called the Joro spider. Okay. The Joro spider is of uh, Max. Do you know where it came name came from? No. I'm guessing Japan. Uh, Joro Gumo. Yeah, Gumo Kumo is a very it's a variation of the term Kumo, which is spider. What which is also uh or a shape shifting woman that turns into a spider before she eats you. How fun. There you go. Wow. That sounds operatic. It is. Oh my god. Ned gosh, Canny would so. want to know about that. Uh, okay. all right. Well all right, A, these are not small. Wow, check them out. Wow. These are like the size of our typical garden spider, which is about three inches body wise. Okay. Uh, Leg-wise, they could probably hold a cup. A, yeah, they a look pretty cup. big, Alan. You showed us pictures of these babies. So Now, uh, first off, as far as humans go, they are fundamentally harmless. Well, they do you not know, have big fangs. They're not biting people. That, Alan, that's a relative term. If one of those in your face while you're driving a car, <laughs> it's not going to be harmless. Joe's they're, climbing gonna, a tree. Right actually, then. the you're truth gonna, of the matter is I know a lot of people that it doesn't matter how harmless that spider is. If they la- if it lands anywhere near their house, they may burn down their property. They will. Exactly. These are some pretty big spiders. And they do a lot of what's called ballooning. So they're gentle giants. What is ballooning? Because that right. seems like they would okay. puff up. That's right? where they take. That's where they take their web and basically make a parachute, jump off your roof, and like float on the wind for miles. Right. They they put. We've seen that. They just float along. Yeah. You'll you'll be sitting in your backyard and you'll see a little spider just kind of in the air go trotting by. 
What he has is feet and feet and feet of silk rubbed out behind him like a kite. It's more, yeah, yeah, it's like a kite and or it's like a... he's just ballooning along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. There's going to be a lot more of them. So now, that's the, what they like to do. They like to drop down they, and just float along. They're, they're so, big into the whole ballooning. So basically, <laughs> what you're saying is that when you're out, when people are out there, mow, when people are out there mowing their lawn mm. during the time these things are supposed to, if you start hearing "Flight of the Valkyries," <laughs> there you go. Go Max. inside. I, yeah. Now, da, 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 da. yeah. Again, now they are helpful in the fact that they eat lots of you know pest insects. So yeah. you know they're they're good at that. They're not harmful to do, humans. Do they eat booth barnacles? Because I might we keep some. Oh, yeah, well, keep them I, in the booth. Well, I tell you what, if you got one in a box and just hand it to them. Okay, but Alan, where did these things come from? Why are they suddenly showing up? Well, they... uh, due to uh, imports from Japan uh, that arrived somewhere in the southern Georgia area two or three years ago. Of uh, Congratulations. Now we have Jordo spiders. Like kudzu. Kind but like because it was purposeful, or, this sounds like it's accidental. No, th this was not purposeful. This was right. like, oh, geez, where did these things come from? And they had to backtrack it to um, shipments from Japan. Okay, so they're not going to like, they're not going to want to travel north. They're, they would not like Minnesota or something. They oh, want, they, they, they're from not the southern tip of Japan. They're from... Oh, like, so they can know, handle anything. Oh, yeah, they they could they could handle our weather easily. Oh, great. Okay. So, yes, Joe. Just what you're so excited about. What we'll we keeping we'll, an eye on? That. <laughs> Joe gets rid of the he gets rid of the squirrels. Now he's gonna have spiders. Well, now let's go talk about Obi Wan walking around in a planet full of water. Well, that was a hard left turn. So okay, <laughs> well, water. He's on a desert planet. Well, well it used to be. It's underwater. the Dune Sea. Right. He was, and then he's on someplace else. Yeah. Well, can I? Can I? I don't. I don't want to run out of time, but I just want to say one thing because I saw the Obi Wan uh, Kenobi trailer, mm -hmm. and it was one of the most creative lines I ever heard. They're talking about how to track the uh, yes. Jedi, and they said their compassion leaves a trail. It does. That was a great. Sentence. I like that. I love that description. Very e cool. Everything the Inquisitor says during the, the Grand Inquisitor says mm -hmm. in that trailer is just like it grips you. I, I I was like I had chills. It it really is. It looks but, cool. <laughs> But then we had one of our friends, friends, you know, as he tells me, I'm confused. It's like, well, how are you confused? He goes, well, I know he's trying to protect Luke, right? And, you know, I know that the Inquisitors are tr hunting the Jedi, right? Right. And he goes, well, what, what's the plot? What's, what's the narrative going forward? I was like, that's not enough? You just described the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like, guys, it's a teaser. The, I'm sure that just before the show drops, they're going to drop us another trailer that's going to tell us everything we didn't want to know already. Yeah, Lord of the Rings made three movies with less uh, motivation. <laughs> they had, I mean, basically get a ring and throw it in a volcano. Yeah, right, throw, right. Throw the I mean, ring back in the pond. Right. You know, so, but it, this looks interesting. And uh, you, uh, you and McGregor is just everybody loves him. And oh, you know, and can we just talk about how cute it is to see little Luke? On the hut. Oh. Oh, like pod racing? Pod oh, racing. Yeah. That was yeah. hilarious. With the little he's goggles. He's got the little on goggles in the and helmet, and I'm just going, it's like he's like little Andy. Right. Now I'm I'm giving them mad all right. I'm giving the Figgy verse some serious matter and going back and finding everybody they can find from everything ever made and putting them back in the roles. Yeah. Yes. The only disappointing is we got to wait till well, May for this thing. That's the big thing. Well, I May twenty fifth is not that far it's, away. It's two Joe. months away, Joe. That's true. It, it feels like a long time yeah. when you're looking forward. <laughs> Joe, to Joe, you were talking about something that was two months away, and I went, "No, dude, it's in three weeks." No, I, yeah. I, that was me. But, that was you. Know. you. Okay, well, it was one of you guys over there. See, this show is too short for you to be losing your memory. It is. It is. <laughs> 
Well, you know, just when uh, DC gives us something really awesome with the Batman, then all of a sudden uh, Marvel answers right back, or I should yeah. say Disney answers right back with uh, all this good stuff. What so a great time. When they fight it out, we, we benefit. Mm. But uh, unfortunately, we will never uh, be able to make the clock uh, go slower. <laughs> so uh, we're out of time, you guys. Another great episode of Geek Tank Radio, but it's time to get out of here. Uh, so until next week, we are the Geek Patrol, and I am Joe Thorderson. I'm Alan Gilbreth. I'm Maximilian. And I am Brandon Olmstead, challenging you to find a way for us to stay on the air, way for us to stay on the air longer. <laughs>